Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live here on this Monday. Casey just clear here with Coach Brian Colley. We are, wrong mouse. We're uh, there might be some mice here. All right, if you understand what I'm <laughs> saying. Uh, we've got a fun show coming your way. Uh, we are going to be getting our W's and L's. We're going to be talking about the Masters. We're going to be talking about high school baseball. We're going to be talking about all that stuff and more <laughs> throughout the 90 minutes of the show. Um, I've got our W's and L's. I've got all sorts of stuff that I want to say about the Pelicans. Um, boy, everybody was kicking me last. Oh, the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs. No, they're not. Uh, let, let's slow that down a little bit. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Um, I picked John Rahm before the tournament started on the Wednesday betting show to win the Masters. If everybody was listening, it took the 9-1. to one. Cha-ching. You're welcome for that. Um, man, Coach Colley, how are you doing today, man? I'm a little flustered today. I built a newspaper already today. I've been up early. My mind doesn't function well whenever I'm up early. How are you today? Uh, doing well. Been on the road a little bit, doing a little bit of work. And uh, just this weather's kind of uh, a little funky. It's, it, it, is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? It drizzles for a little bit. It stops. Uh, You're going to be cold tonight at Southland Field. Um, going do South Lafouchon CCA. Joe Tuton versus the Tarpons. I say Joe Tuton. He ain't going to be playing. <laughs> uh, Joe's going to be coaching against the Tarpons. He's actually got us a table and everything set up. Big old must-win game, but, man, here's the thing. And I feel for South Lafouche. I feel for Terrebonne. I feel for Central Lafouche. I feel for any team that's fighting for a playoff spot right now because your instincts are, hey, let's go play a bunch of games. Let's try to earn a bunch of points. I look at my weather app. Tomorrow, uh, 70%. Wednesday, 90%. Thursday, 80%. Saturday, 80%. Sunday, 60%. Don't know how much baseball we're actually going to be able to be, get played. And for a team like South Lafouche, like they need every one of these games. So to be at the mercy of Mother Nature at the absolute worst possible time, my goodness, Coach Gitros must be looking at the weather app and just be disgusted. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six games left, and you might only be able to get a couple of them in. Like that's got to just be so disturbing to look at the weather app and see like it's it's supposed to be brutal all week. It's coming at the worst time because it's the last week of the season. There's there's no room to make up these games, so. Uh, and look, district games, you have to play them. So yep. I don't know what's going to happen uh, tomorrow. Uh, rain. Do uh, you move it to Wednesday? 100% rain. rain. Yeah. The, the Tarpons have a game scheduled Thursday, another district game at Vanderbilt. So so let, let me stop you right there. <laughs> South Lafouche has a game scheduled tonight against CCA, tomorrow against Ellen, Thursday against Vanderbilt, uh, Saturday against Destrehan, Monday against Dunham. And Warren Easton will be somewhere in there. If, let's say, tomorrow's game with Ellender gets washed, would it be, and look, I don't know the etiquette, I don't know the coaching rules, but like, would the Tarpons then be able to not play Destrehan and play Ellender on that date? And look, I know the Destrehan's a bigger PowerPoint game, but what I'm getting at is do you absolutely have to play every district game, even if it means you got to cancel some other games? Uh, I believe district games come first. Uh, if you have to cancel a district game, I know in the past with basketball, you have to get in touch with all the principals in the district 
and they have to approve a change in a district schedule. So uh, could possibly the Torpens and the Patriots use the first game they played as a district game? And, and look, and neither will, team is in contention to win the exactly. championship. I don't think it would make much difference, um, except they would possibly lose a game because there's no room to make it up, no time. Unless if you can get a good day in, play double headers against a different team. Uh, Hornville did it last Saturday. I asked you that because the biggest game left on South Lafusha's schedule is scheduled for Saturday against Destrehan. That's a 21-win team. You get two power points for playing up. That's a chance to get like 45 points maybe if Destrehan wins some games this week. And you would hate to see that game get postponed on a clear day Saturday, which it's, look, Saturday's not supposed to be clear. But let's say it is clear. You would hate to have to play an 11-win team in that spot because, oh, it's a district game when you're not in contention for the district championship, so you can't get the automatic bid anyway. I I don't know, man. It, it I get I get it. You know, those games got to be prioritized first or whatever. But it's going to be interesting to see how the Tarpons juggle through this because it's not going to be clear all week. It's not going to be dry all week. And guess what? You don't have any games scheduled on turf all week. So it's going to be very dicey, and you need them all. I don't know if you're going to have the opportunity to play them all. It'll be a very interesting week, to say the least. And there's no guarantee tonight you get tonight in. I mean, look, it's cloudy. It rained all around. Uh, so there's no guarantee tonight, but it, it, it's going to be a mess. I'd have to go read up on the on the bylaws uh, if they made changes the last meeting or not. But uh, from what I understand, district contests come first. The district championship will be decided allegedly tomorrow. Um, that'll be in a game between Lutcher and Vanderbilt. I don't know that. I mean, I'm sorry, I said Lutcher and Vanderbilt. Assumption and Vanderbilt. My apologies. That game is supposed to be tomorrow at Vanderbilt. Again, that's weather permitting. But the winner of that game, in in all likelihood, is going to win the district championship. Um, well, not in all likelihood. They're they're gonna win the district championship. Everybody else has at least two losses, and that's the final couple of district games here coming up so we're going to have a champion there um now for the rest of the teams in the area we're all in a situation where you're either playing to try to get in playing to try to solidify your seed or play you know whatever it may be in division one non-select Thibodeau is our only sure bet they're gonna get in they're number 14 but even at number 14 you're trying to stay in the top 16 to be at home so Thibodeau's got a lot to play for this week South Terrible number 17. They're playing to try to get into the top 16. They're trying to get at home. Then everybody else is playing to try to get in. Central Lafouche is number 27. You got to get into the top 23, remember. But Chalmette's going to get in. Central's 27. South Lafouche is 30. Terrebonne's 31. Bourgeois 32. But the gap between 31 and 32 so far, Bourgeois out. It ain't like the cutoff point is Terrebonne. They're the last of those teams down there, and I even hesitate, but Terrebonne's kind of sunken a little bit. I even kind of hesitate with them, but they might not be able to get in. But those other teams will be trying to compete to get in. Division two, non-select. Assumptions and Lutcher's in. They're both going to be at home in the opening round of the playoffs. Assumptions number two right now. Lutcher's number three. Both of those teams are in a great spot. Ellender and Morgan City. Uh, Ellender's number 24 right now. They're sitting right on that line. Morgan City's 27 right now. But the gap between they and the top 24 is not wide, so they have an opportunity to maybe get in. 
Now, where Ellen and their fans need to be nervous is you're sitting at 24. I myself haven't done any of the research. I don't know if there's a team outside of the top 24 that's currently inside of that. I don't know if there's a situation where somebody could potentially knock them out. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes, and, and we'll see if there's a way that the, the Patriots could uh, maybe not get in. Yeah, and we also uh, – Allen is on a – before uh, Saturday, I think an eight-game losing streak. So uh, they, they're not playing their, their best ball right now. So uh, we'll see. And, again, it has to be frustrating for, for teams – with uh, with the weather, where you can't, you, you don't know if you're gonna make up games, reschedule games. It's uh, and also how you you worked all season to get to this point to be playing your best ball in the last week of the season. You know, starting you want to peak at the right time, and I know some of these coaches have it all mapped out. We're gonna throw this guy here, this here. Now a rain day can affect all that, and you have to read shuffle your entire uh, your pitching rotation yeah no doubt it, it, it's crazy how that works and uh, we'll be interested to see how that shakes out for the rest of the season let's catch a break when we get back out of the break we're going to keep the train rolling i don't know what mike i'm talking into right we we're having some issues in the studio we'll figure some things out it's play by play on kaylee we'll be right back after this the music on the bayou the all-new raging cajun 102.7 fm Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities to begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers. 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trial Lawyers. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Rick Warren. Would you like to live an extraordinary life? 
one where you make a lasting contribution that serves God and blesses others, a life where you use all your skills and abilities and talents to pursue your dreams? Well, guess what? God wants you to live that life. In fact, he created you to live a life of significance as you pursue the dream he's placed in your heart. That's why I've written a new book called Created a Dream, the six phases God uses to grow your faith. It explains the process that God uses to deepen your faith as he moves you step by step closer to your dream. You can go to pastorrick.com slash dream and you can get the first chapter there. Thank you so much. I love you. Welcome back here to Play by Play on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here with Coach Brian Colley. We're enjoying ourselves on this Monday. I already forgot what day of the week it is. Uh, with Easter and everything, we threw everything off. Um, Padna, how was your Easter holiday, man? Was everything good? Uh, it was good. It was kind of a little chilly in the morning. It warmed up a little bit. Actually, uh, jumped in a swimming pool, went swimming a little bit, and... You went swimming yesterday with the cold weather? Well, the uh, pool was heated to about 90-something. Oh, my man. Okay, so you were in a hot tub. <laughs> yes. You were in a hot tub that was disguised as a swimming pool. Oh, yes. Okay, well, hey, well, that, that sounds pleasant. Glad. You How about you? Day. Enjoyed family time? Yeah, we hung out at my godmother's, and we played, believe it or not, I actually played football yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Uh, played pool and darts, and yeah, we had a good time. We had a really good time. Uh, we were talking in the last segment of the show about all of the different um, scenarios that could potentially throw a monkey wrench in our local baseball schedule. We're scheduled tonight, 6 o'clock south of Hoosigan CCA. This would usually be the time that we would have you on for our weekly scheduled interview. Coach Gitro said on Sports Corner Saturday, like, look, bro, I'm not telling you who I'm throwing today. Um he knows Joe's listening, and hey, Joe is a listener. I'm sure he was listening. Um, I would guess it's either Mason Buzzygaard or Luke Sanimo, but I don't know. Um, and the Tarpons are trying to mix and match and you know figure some things out. Curious decision to be made today. Yeah, look, this is 100% guess. I have no inside <laughs> clues or inside information on this. Uh, I would assume... It would be Mason Buzzard, but he has different options that they can go with. So uh, we'll see. And look, it, with the the weather forecast, could that change his mind? He he may have had his mind made up Saturday afternoon. Now Monday morning, seeing the weather and the forecast for the week, could it change? Who knows? So, uh, but he has several different options, and I, I think Mason Buzzard could. Um, could be high up on on his list to start tonight. I would think so. Uh, I would certainly think so. Now tomorrow you're scheduled to play Ellender. I got to tell you, um, that Ellender game tomorrow, if it's able to be played, scares the dickens out of me because <laughs> you beat them decisively on Friday. Friday was a weird, not Friday, Thursday. Thursday was kind of a weird game. Rainy. You take advantage of some like you just not a not a great game for Ellender. They almost beat Assumption. They play close to Vanderbilt. Like, they're capable of playing better. You've got a bunch of high school age kids who are just coming off of beating the snot out of a team. 
it's going to be hard to get back up. And Ellender, I think, is going to be ready to go. And that game, for whatever reason, worries me a little bit. That, along with the fact, when's uh, the last time the Tarpons have practiced and, and, and headed into the week? You have a game Thursday, so they didn't practice Thursday. <clears throat> they didn't uh, practice over the weekend. Yeah, okay, Friday, from what he was saying, he, they may have had a practice Friday. He gave them off Saturday, Sunday. Monday, you playing. Tuesday, you playing. Uh, there's Wednesday, then you play Thursday, possibly Friday with uh, Warren Easton. If not, then you're going to play Saturday, you're going to play Sunday, you're going to play Monday. So there's not much time for practice, but uh, he may have, they may be getting in, hitting bullpen, uh, you know, hitting. Uh, I, I'm not sure, throwing bullpens, and uh, they may all be hitting in the cage. So, um, not quite sure if they're doing that or not, but uh, yeah, you're coming off a a game where you you beat a team, but look, Ellender, uh they hurt themselves in that game, and the Torpens again we, we talk about it, take advantage of it. So, uh, but they got a tough one tonight. They got they got to be focused on tonight because any any defeat from the Torpens right now is just gonna their chances of getting into that twenty three now is uh, is gonna make it rough. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, let's look over on the softball side of things. There, I think there's still still some playing dates for softball, correct? Like it ends this week. Uh, I believe. Yeah, they're they're still I, they're, they're a week ahead. Yeah, so baseball it ends on Monday. Softball maybe win on like Thursday or so, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. These teams still got some play dates. Was I looking at the schedules? So let's give me a rundown of the local teams who are going to have a chance. In Division One, non-select, Hanville is going to be in. They're sitting at number 16 right now. They're going to stay in the top 24. Whether or not they have an opening round home game, that remains to be seen. Um, in Outside of the top 24, not looking like they're going to get in. South Terrebonne's number 26. Terrebonne's number 29. Central Lafouche, 32. Bourgeois, 34. Thibodeau, 36. South Lafouche, 37. Destrehan, 38. East St. John, 41. So a whole slew of teams from our area are not going to be in in Division One non-select. Division Two non-select. Assumption is number eight, they're in. Letcher's number seven, they're in. They're the only local teams in that classification who are going to be in. Morgan City's number 30. Ellender's number 37. Those teams are not going to be in postseason. Division Two select. Vanderbilt is number two. They've got a great shot to win it all. They're 25 and seven. They're currently sitting at number two. The Terriers got a great pitching staff. They could hit. They could do all the different things that you got to do. Uh, they're going to be poised to make a push. E.D. White's sitting at number eight with a 16-12 and 12 record. The Cardinals are playing well, especially lately. E.D. White has been hitting the cover off of the ball lately. Uh, you click and look at their schedule. They've won their district championship. They have scored at least 10 or more runs in now one, two, three, four, five games in a row. So they're swinging it extremely well coming in. They're sitting at number eight. Number three, or not number three, division three, rather, select. Homa Christian School is number three in the state with a 21-5 and record. Homa Christian is in that same mold like E.D. White, just an explosive, dynamic offense. Hit a lot of home runs, do a lot of things well. It's going to be difficult to keep them out of sulfur. They're playing at such a high level. Homa Christian School, 21-5. and Then you go down to division four select. 
And you got CCA, who's going to get in. They're currently at number 10. Central Catholic is number 8, uh, or number 9, rather. So number 10 number 9, those two teams are right up on one another. Um, so a couple of teams will be in there. It was very interesting to see. Softball, yeah, we got a couple of the non-select teams that are in. But it's mostly select schools that are in on the softball side of things for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. I don't have any explanation. I can't figure anything out. But uh, the select teams seem to be a little ahead of the non-select teams in our area. Yeah, and uh, let's go non-select. <clears throat> how many in Division One? Let's go baseball. How many teams make the playoffs? Uh, non-select in baseball? Yes, 24. 24. Softball, non-select Division One. <laughs> you want to start asking yeah. people? 26. 26. What? I don't I, get it. I, I, I don't get it. And look, I, I understand in Division One, and, and we, t- we spoke about this a little Saturday. Division One basketball is 28 teams. Well, Division One in baseball, it's two less teams in the the whole division one that was from uh, baseball to basketball. So I can see them going if staying consistent 28 to 26, but why did we down to 24? I was thinking maybe the bracket didn't work with 24, but softball's doing it in for 24. Uh, excuse me, 26. Why uh baseball's not 26 and go to 24? I don't understand. Uh, and look, Chandler told me this, and and this is the frustration that a lot of the baseball coaches around the state have. Chandler made his schedule thinking, hey, I'm going to be in Class 4A. So, you know, he made a 4A schedule that he thought was best for South Lafourche as they were in 4A. They found out about these changes in, like, late September. And, yeah, you could have maybe tweaked and finagled a little bit. But by that point, it's kind of late. So, like, that's the gripe that Mike Barba has. That's the gripe that Chandler has. That's the gripe that a lot of the other schools have is that they were told it was going to be one thing. And they made their schedules thinking it was going to be one thing. And then we get into the off-season program and, oh, it's something else. And, oh, it's too late to adjust it. And it I think even Eddie Bonine and even the LHSA would concede and accept and understand that Maybe we could have handled this a little bit better. Maybe we could have communicated a little better. Because I know this, I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm the one who told you like a couple exactly. of weeks, like, like, hey, we're, we're about to be 5A again, bro. And you had no idea. Like, And that's not to say that you weren't doing your job. Is that they told us before they told y'all. It, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah, and look, let's not forget, look, baseball, yes, it, it, it's, it's not fair. But football, their schedules were set. They had no time to change their schedules, and they found out in the middle of the season what was happening for the playoffs. So I was even it worse for them. Uh, baseball had a, a you know, but like you said, you're not going to tweak your schedule. No. And toward the end, now the only thing now is when they add in a few more games that they could go ahead and add some five uh, A schools. But maybe there's none out there. No, it's insane. At, at this point of the season, so it's uh, from 26 to 28, 24. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's 
look, a mess. Look, did you see? And and Joe will tell you that if we see Joe tonight at the ballpark, he'll tell you this. It's absurd in Division Four Select, right? I don't know which of these mics are on. So in Division Four Select, Covenant Christian is playing a twenty-team playoff bracket, and it's single elimination. They're not playing series. They're playing single elimination. Why? Because there's not enough umpires. So like, we couldn't like just draw out of a hat or anything. Like we couldn't just pick out of a hat and say, "All right, well these." No, it's Division Four. Y'all don't matter. Y'all, y'all are single. That's absurd. Like G. Cassard comes on here often and says, "Hey, I think I've got one of the best teams I've ever had." But if I don't win five in a row, I'm not going to win the state champion. Like, it's crazy. So we got some brackets that are series. We've got some brackets that are best two out of three. We've got some that are 26, some that are 24, some that are 20. There's no uniformity, and that's why everybody's so dang PO'd is that we don't know what we're in for. It's crazy. Not enough umpires? You've got to have, like, a certain classification of – like, you got to have a certain type of patch, Right. I know that there's like different tiers. Like your uh, you basketball is the same way. If there's not enough umpires that are at the level to call playoff baseball, gotcha. You got registered, certified, yes. so approved, an or... entire bracket, and it's not just them. It's Division Four and Division Five cannot be series, even though they want to be series, because there's not enough umpires to cover the dates. Wow. Wow. Uh, I... But uh, maybe uh, make an exception, and we need to get. Let's not worry about the umpires. I'm not okay certified to call a playoff game. It's about these kids, right? Thank you. Let's get more kids involved in it. Don't hurt the kids because the umpires can't pass a test. I, that that's the argument that the coaches are making. It's like you know, hey, look, we know going in what it's going to be like. We're okay with you know, but. And look, Division Four, Division Five is a little different, right? Division Five, some really small schools. They probably don't have enough pitching to carry us. Like, I get it, but Division Four select, you're looking at Central Catholic and you know Ascension Catholic and CCA. Like, you're looking at some big dogs, some of the best teams in the state, and they're not going to be doing series because there's not enough adults. I don't. I, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. The coaches don't buy it. G thought it was insane. Joe thought it was insane. It's crazy to me, but that's the way it's going to be. And in some, you have series when you get to the finals or to solve it, and it's one game. It, it, <laughs> one and you're done. So, ah, oh, the joys of the situation, the joys of the association. We'll see a uh, couple of, uh, in, in June, hopefully, they're supposed to have that big meeting. But again, I just think that meetings to uh, get a a definition what is select and what is non-select. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna. They, they, but if they talk in playoffs, they need to tweak about playing up. You get two points. Well, if you're a Division One, it doesn't matter if you five A or four A. You should not be getting points for the playoffs when other teams can't. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. And look, with that. some schools do a great job of of taking advantage of that. You got. Uh, some schools last year that were state championship teams that they, they and looked smart on their part. They scheduled some 17, 
16, 17, 5A schools, and we're getting extra points. But at the end of the day, you still got to perform in that state tournament. No doubt. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll talk about some NBA. We'll chat about the New Orleans Pelicans or New Orleans Pelicanes, um, however you want to explain it. They're in the play-in tournament, and I'll get my thoughts on that. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just clear spending the morning and afternoon with Coach Brian Colley. We want to thank everybody for listening. Hope everybody had a wonderful Easter. And, um, man, one of the things that was a little bit of a Debbie Downer about Easter was um, we're watching the Pelicans game on Sunday. And, and, you know, we were messing around. We're playing darts, playing pool, having fun. And, Pelicans had a lead in the first half, so like we just kind of tuned out. Oh, they're going to win. Yeah, no big deal. Everything's going to go good. Oh, they did not win. They lose 113-108 to in a game that they had to have. It's a game that by losing puts them further down in the play-in tournament. Instead of only needing to win one game, now they've got to win two. The Pels lose 113-108, to blow a double-digit first-half lead, blow an eight-point halftime lead. And... 
here are my thoughts. And look, people are going to do what they do, right? They're going to, oh, man, you're hating on your world. No, I, I truly believe that I'm like one of the only ones that's like actually telling you what it is. Zion Williamson doesn't play again. He's cleared to play. The And I didn't do a show since this, so I, I, this is new for our play-by-play listening audience. Zion went to the doctor Thursday. Friday, we learned, hey, like, he's good to go. Um, the only thing we're waiting on is him to tell us that he's physically and mentally ready to go, and then we could ramp up, and then we could go from there. Like, he's the reason why he's not going full steam. That's a little bit of a red flag to me. What else is a red flag to me is that I go look on the Minnesota Timberwolves Twitter page after the game, after they beat New Orleans, after they beat New Orleans in a big game, a game that was meaningful for both teams. And who, who do I see? I don't see Carl Anthony Towns. I don't see Anthony Edwards. I don't see the Timberwolves players. I see Zion Williamson in their damn locker room. Shaking hands with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Hey, man, you a dog. Oh, man, you, you, you're great. You're a great player. What are you doing? This was a heartbreaking loss for your team, and no more than 30 minutes later, you're in the locker room kissing up to the other team, a team that, oh, by the way, if you beat the Thunder on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever that playing game is, uh, th- oh, Wednesday, oh, by the way, if you beat them, you're probably going to have to play the Timberwolves again. Your buddies, your partners, you're going to have to play them again. Like, people say I'm hard on Zion. People say that I'm unfair. People say whatever. But how would you feel if, Coach, when you were coaching South Lafouche, let's say you lost to Thibodeau and it was a hard game and it was going to maybe hurt your playoff chances. And that night after the game, you went on Twitter and you saw one of your star starting players in the other team's locker room hooting and hollering with the other guys. That's not a good look. That's not a good look. What is he doing? You hope the game means more to them than 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 what he's than that. Where right after the game he can go in the opposing team's locker room and uh, look back in the day. I mean, we would lose games. I, I you want the if you want it to mean something to your players that they should be hurt. Oh, it's just a game. But no, we're playing to win and. They have a chance to better their situation, either in a playoff game and to win one. Now you you lose, you got to win two to get in a series. And you see, supposedly should be one of your leaders going do that. That 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 should not sit well. No, and look, okay, the argument some of the Zion fans on Twitter. Oh well. Well, he just feels detached. You know, he's not part of it. He's not playing. He's the reason why he's not playing. He's the reason. He's cleared. He's good to go. The only thing they're waiting on is for Zion to say, hey, let's go. Oh, I'm not comfortable. I I don't feel good enough to go 100% yet. Why not? Well, if you feel detached, work harder to get your butt back in shape sooner and get on the court. And And look, I hope. They can win a few games. I still think they could. Yeah, they can. I, I think they can get hot and they can win uh, these two games and get in a series. But just the uh, the message he's sending is not right. No. No, it's not. And look, it's crazy because this is supposed to be a season where, like, earlier in the year, oh, this is as excited as people have ever been. Oh, the, the stadium is packed and – we're so, it's it's Pelicans fever and 
Boy, just clear, you got to get your show on board with Pelicans fever. Why are you not talking about the Pelicans more? Because through all that, last year, you were the nine seed. This year, you are the nine seed. Through all of this supposed turnaround, you have not improved at all. You're stuck in the mud, and it's the same reasons why you're stuck in the mud. Because your guys don't play. Because Brandon Ingram misses half of every season because he's injury prone. Because Zion Williamson misses all of most of every season because he's injury prone. And at some point, at some point, it's not an accident anymore. Last year, Ingram played 55 games, so he missed 30 games last year. This year, he played 45 games, so he missed even more this year. Zion didn't play at all last year. This year, he played 20-something games. At some point, if you keep bringing the same old fractured glass to the fight, you can't be surprised anymore when it breaks. And that's the challenge. And I said this at the trade deadline. At the trade deadline, when the team was still playing well, I said at the trade deadline, you've got to make some moves here because what you got is a bunch of fractured eggs. And when you start bumping up against some fractured eggs, they break. This is a core. Ingram's never going to be healthy. McCollum's in his... 30s now. He's getting older. He's slowing down. Zion's never going to be healthy. And that's the reason why I can't get behind this team because I don't think we're ever going to see them full strength. And that's unfortunate. That sucks. I wish that it were different. But at the end of the day, after four or five years of this, it is what it is. Yeah. Look, are you a Pelicans fan? You should be frustrated because the way the season ended last year on, uh, can you lose a series? We kind of on a positive note. The way they played. Uh, they were coming together. Uh, Willie Green, I mean, showed emotions on the bench. It, it, it meant a lot to him and, and, and to the city, for the city. And, uh, okay, well, you know, we ninth seed, you know, last year. Next year, we're, our goal is to, you know, you want to improve on that. Just a little baby steps. And uh, to your point, they took zero steps. Oh. And, and a, a Pelican fan, that should frustrate you. And uh, the reasons why you got valid points. I mean, uh, they, they got some serious uh, soul searching to do within that organization, and uh, something needs to be done because, yeah, no improvement at all. Now, again, they can get in still that nine mm-hmm. seed. They can do some things, but uh, it, it still may be the end, same result as last year. Lose the first round series. Yeah, going facing a big fish and then getting beaten the opening round. I mean, that, yeah, that, and that's my whole thing. Is that th- this is a group that should be better than that. They should be more advanced than that. You got Brandon Ingram, you got McCollum, you got Zion. You should be better than that. But the problem and the reason why they're not is because we, you don't actually have Ingram or Zion most of the time. And McCollum's now getting older. They just got to reshuffle the deck. So the play-in tournament is as follows. You've got the Heat who will be taking on the Hawks tomorrow. The winner of that game is in. The loser of that game will play another game later in the week. You got the Wolves and the Lakers tomorrow. The winner of that game is in. The loser of that game will have to play a game later in the week. Um, Wednesday, you've got the Bulls and the Raptors in the East. The winner of that game will play the loser between Miami and Atlanta. Then you got Oklahoma City and New Orleans. The winner of that game will play the loser between Minnesota and L.A., and I think the Lakers are going to beat the Wolves tomorrow. Yep. 
So then guess what? If you beat Oklahoma City, you're right back in Minnesota facing Zion's partners, the Timberwolves, <laughs> the guys that he was just dapping up in the locker room. And to me, if I'm Minnesota, I'm not intimidated. Not, not that they were ever intimidated, but I'm not scared of y'all. Like, y'all best player is more partners with us than he is with y'all. I'm not scared of y'all. So I think that that's going to be the challenge. I think it's going to be tough for New Orleans to win two in a row. And it's going to be a big grind. It's going to be a big struggle. And I'll say this, if they don't make it into and win those two games in a row and don't make it to a series, it's a huge disappointment, man. This was a year you were supposed to compete for a championship. To, to know that you are at risk to not even make it at all, that that's disappointing. Or at worst, win a series. You know, because going from where they were to win, compete for, you know, get into a championship series, that's huge. But uh, at least win a series or two to, compete and uh to be a nine seed again and now you got to win two to get into a series and again yeah against a big dog it's uh again frustrating frustrating indeed so you got milwaukee and boston out east who are awaiting all this play and nonsense we do know that the 76ers are going to be facing the nets that'll be a three versus six matchup we do know that the Cavs will be facing the knicks that's a four or five matchup out West, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies are awaiting the play-in winners. We know the Kings will be facing the Warriors in a 3-6 matchup, and the Suns will be facing the Clippers in a 4-5 matchup. So we know about half of the postseason field. We'll wait on the rest of it over the course of the next couple of days. Um, crazy. I think that these playoffs are going to be extremely exciting. Uh, the Warriors are the defending champs. They barely made it in. The Suns are a four-seed. I think the Warriors and the Suns will be the two favorites in the West. In the East, I think it's more top-heavy. The Bucks, Celtics, and 76ers are probably the three clear favorites. Um, but we have more intrigue, right? There have been some postseasons in years past where you knew going in. All right, there's going to be Curry and the Warriors facing LeBron and the Cavs in the finals. You didn't even have to watch any of the series. Now there is a possibility where, like, this thing's wide open. I could see this going any number of ways. Yeah, if the Lakers can lose, it'd be great. I, I'm right there with you, but I got to tell you, they're starting to play well. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little concerned that they might not be losing a whole lot in the next month or so. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk about the Masters uh, and all of the drama. There was a lot of golf played. We didn't get washed out. We got the full 72 holes in, and we have a champion. We'll tell you who that is and our thoughts on the tournament. It's play-by-play. -play. We'll be right back after this. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with the all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the comfort and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, The Back Road, 325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. 
Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Oh boy, I feel like I'm growing a mustache and have just had plastic <laughs> surgery. Uh, it is play-by-play play on KLAB oh. as Vince McMahon's theme plays. We are reminded of that haunting image of the chairman, or the former chairman, he's not the chairman anymore, uh, and his hideous new look. Um, Augusta yesterday, John Rahm wins the tournament, takes $3.2 million home with him. A four-shot win over Kepka and Mickelson. Um and there was a trio at seven under par, Henley, Patrick Reed, and Jordan Spieth. First, before we talk about John Rahm, and the story should be about John Rahm, but, you know, it's my job to stir the pot a little bit. Um, three live golfers in the top five, Mickelson, Kepka, and Reed. So for all this conversation amongst the PGA Tour snobs, oh, it's not real golf, oh, they don't have this, they don't have that. There were three guys in the top three, and two of them were on the other side. Um I thought, uh, if for nothing else, it was a very strong showing for the live side to have three in the top five, two in the top three. Yeah, you don't win the green jacket, John Rahm does, but you showed you're a major player in this thing, and you're going to be a major player in this thing going forward. And even expanding it outward, they had six guys in the top 20. Uh, yeah, live ain't going away anytime soon. No, not at all. And uh old lefty Milkerson, he uh I don't know, somebody on a sports corner, somebody on no. Saturday predict No one would have been foolish enough to pick Mickelson, no. <laughs> Somebody's about to run in here. <laughs> no, but, truck truck picked Mickelson on Saturday and, and we all kinda giggled and chuckled. And I think he was kinda giggling and chuckled as he made the pick, but boy it panned out. Didn't Mickelson for a while there it looked like he was going to post a number eight, nine under par, and everybody else was kind of wilting. There was a, a, a brief minute there where I was like, man, is he about to back into winning this thing? Like, unbelievable. And look, if not for a bad third round where he shot a 75, he would have maybe yeah. won. Like, he would have maybe won. He, he's in his 50s. Uh, his, 
he looks ridiculous, right? He's wearing these crazy sunglasses and like he's having a midlife crisis. But the dude could still play, man. Age 52 on the back nine, five birdies in nine holes. And if you go back all the way to the sixth hole, from six to 18 yesterday, he had seven birdies, no bogeys. He was unbelievable. He played amazing yesterday. And they said he kind of uh, stayed to himself throughout uh, the uh, uh, pre-tournament they had off the uh, supper or something they had that he was uh, kind of to himself. And maybe that has him focused even more. John Rahm gets the win. He took advantage of uh, some miscues from Kepka in the final round. Uh, and John Rahm is 12 under par for the tournament, 69 in the final round. John Rahm did what you have to do at Augusta. And, and this is the thing that I had mentioned earlier last week whenever I was giving some keys for how Tiger Woods would make the cut. Well, Tiger didn't do very many of those things, but John Rahm did. You got to birdie the par fives. He did. You got to not have a huge number, no double bogey, no triple bogey. He did. And those are the things that you have to do at Augusta. You got to avoid the catastrophic hole. You've got to play steady. You got to take advantage of the easy ones. And when something bad happens, you have to bounce back. Guess what? John Rahm's opening hole of the tournament was a double bogey. He hit his first tee shot into the woods, and he, he was two over through one hole. And it didn't bother him. And he played great the rest of the week. And he walks away with the green jacket, his second career major. That's the thing. These guys that can just stay even keel and not uh, let their emotions get too high or too low, uh, they do well uh, in, in, in this tournament. And uh, Kepka, uh, everyone kind of knew he, he was going to lose a few strokes. Uh, I expected him to come back at the end and, and make a little run. He tried to, but John Rahm was just uh, – I mean, consistent. Oh yeah, uh, didn't especially. And how tough it is for a golfer to, uh, and maybe Coach Schilling can expand on this when you talk to him again. Where you playing in a tournament where you have to finish round three in the morning, then you got to come back and you know finish the final round. That, that's got to be tough on these golfers. And yeah, we saw a lot of guys eating granola bars, a lot of guys eating sandwiches. That's that's got to be a long and tough day. And look, that's the thing about Augusta. We think in southeast Louisiana, we think golf course, and I actually had some people tell me this this week, and I had to kind of like get the back right, because A, they were making fun of my guy Tiger Woods. B, they didn't have a clue what they were talking about. It's like, oh, bro, he can't walk. Just look at what they're walking on. It's like you're up a hill, and then you're down a hill, and then you're up a hill. That's hard. Like, that's tough to do, man. Um it's not like going walk 18 at Tidelands where everything's flat. It's like walking up a flight of stairs and then walking down a flight of stairs. It, it's tough. The undulations and the slopes, and it's that's that's a physical test. And to just not have a break in between, that's really hard. And those guys show great endurance throughout the four days. But you're not in shape. Go walk 18 at Tidelands. That's tough, too. And you're not yes. tired. And just imagine how much, you know, Harder it is at these professional, <clears throat> these tournaments, uh, than the the walking they have to do in these hills and stuff. It's uh, you have to be in shape. And that's why you see a lot of these golfers uh, are in shape. They're in good physical shape because you have to be. Yeah, no doubt. Sam Bennett, <clears throat> the amateur who was in the final round on the third round, he kind of wilted a little bit, shot a seventy six and a seventy four, but he still finished two under par, tied for sixteenth. Uh, so good showing for him. Um, 
Boy, there was a lot of talk, and he's actually going to get a weekend W here in the next segment. Patrick Cantlay was brutal yesterday, and Brooks Kepka mentioned in the post-game round uh, or the post-round news conference, like, I'm trying to play and trying to play with rhythm, but they were behind Cantlay, who played his round coach in almost five hours. <laughs> the groups ahead of him were like two, three, four holes ahead. And everybody that got stuck behind him, and look, he's known for being a methodical player. He's known for being, you know, taking his time, being very deliberate. It made the round drag. The leaders were never playing because they were waiting for Cantlay to play. And who he was a big villain yesterday. Drew a lot of heat on social media. Now, why was that? Hey, just, just the way he is. Yeah, it's just, so it's not that he's hitting the ball. No, I mean, and, look, look, he didn't you know. play well. He shot a seventy-five. But even the day before right. when he shot a six, he's just a slow player. He's just known for being slow. And there are usually penalty provisions in place for slow play, but for whatever reason, they just didn't put him in place yesterday, and he was making the round drag. He was miserable. Now let's. I know you, you may bring it up or not, but I will. What's up? Uh, your boy Tiger Woods. If uh, Regardless if you are a fan of Tiger Woods or if you're not a fan of Tiger Woods, that uh, was not a pleasant scene. No, time to go home. To, uh, I mean, he needed help getting off of that golf course. <laughs> it was, uh, and it's, uh, it's sad to see, for for what he did for the sport, and he's trying to fight through these. In- and look, I am not a big Tiger Woods fan, but just to see what he's trying to do for the sport and fight through what he's going through, uh, it, it's sad to see. I mentioned it Saturday. He needs to do one of two things. He needs to either swallow his pride and listen to his guys on the tour who were his friends, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, the guys that are his partners, and go get a cart. You're like, you're physically disabled. Go get a cart. That like There are rules that would allow you to do that. He needs to either do that or B, go home. As this is now two of three majors that he can't finish because he can't walk. And he says it's not a deformity in his foot or leg issue. He says it's plantar fasciitis. I say you're probably getting plantar fasciitis because you changed the way that you walked after the wreck. I'm certainly not a doctor, but whatever it may be, boy, you're watching Saturday and it's cold and it's wet and he's got a jacket on and he's got his head covered up and he could barely walk. That wasn't comfortable. And that's not what I want to remember Tiger Woods as being. Um, yeah, it, they've got to figure something out. But, man, the dude, he, he could barely move. It, it was it was very unfortunate to see it end like that. Yeah, it is. And uh, how he's going to re- recover from this, how long is it going to take him? I don't think uh, you – look, the PGA is coming up in a couple weeks. He's not going to play in that. And yeah, it's going to take more than just a couple weeks. So this this may be – you hope it's not the end for him to go out that way because that's the, the last vision that people see of Tiger Woods on a golf course. It's him struggling to get, you know, off of the course. Uh, you would hope he can come back and and maybe finish strong, not winning a tournament, yeah. you know, making the cut and finishing the tournament. And uh, hopefully he can end uh, his career that way. You know what's crazy? And I say this and people say, oh, well, you're, you're just a Tiger Woods guy. And I am. I'm not going to deny that. The fact that he made the cut and, like, doesn't practice. Like, he doesn't even play anymore. Like, Imagine rolling out of bed, and I, I get that he plays at home and all, but it's not the same as playing tournament golf. He doesn't practice, 
and he just showed up at Augusta and beat Justin Thomas, who didn't make the cuts, one of the best players in the world, beat Rory McIlroy, who's one of the best players in the world, beat Bryson DeChambeau, who's kind of a mess now, but the fact that he was even able to make the cut, and I'm not talking about his inability to walk, I'm talking about his inability to play. Like, he just rolls out of bed and has so much raw and natural talent that he can make a cut at a major championship with limited practice. That just goes to show the type of talent we're dealing with because anybody else wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, it's uh, a talent we haven't seen in a while. No, and, and may never see yes, again. And, uh, again, it just, uh, it's not good to see. No, I but agree. Hopefully uh, he can recover and come back. And look, hey, if he can just, look, I'm a, one more. I'm going to wait. I'm going to recover. And this will be my, whatever it is, whatever tournament it is, because uh, it, 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 it's time. This can't keep happening to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, oh, he waited too long to get out and all this stuff. And but uh, I know it's hard to walk away from. That there, there's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So Rom gets the championship, 12 under par, wins 3.24 million dollars. Phil Mickelson wins 1.58 million dollars, finishing in a tie for second. Kepka earns the same amount. It's amazing the money that are in these events now, and Mr. Woods is, is a big part of that. Certainly. Uh, let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll get our W's and L's. It's play by play. We've got just a half hour left. Time flies whenever I don't have to push all the buttons myself. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide health care for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. 
Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Welcome back here to Play by Play. It's one of everybody's favorite segments on a Monday. We're going to hand out our W's and our L's. The first W is going to go to Mr. John Rom. How could it not? Um, he gets the green jacket. He plays exceptionally well. He comes from behind, wins the Masters by four strokes, wins $3.2 million. John Rom did just about everything right. Um, during the course of the weekend and showed a level of poise that um, he hadn't shown earlier in his career. He had been kind of a, a hothead, a guy who would have a lead and would get angry and would kind of blow it. And no, uh, he played much better this weekend, and John Rom gets a W. Now, an L is going to go to our guy a minute ago that we were just talking about. Um Patrick Cantlay was was brutal. It was like watching a guy play in mud yesterday. His final round took five hours to complete. And I'm going to get James Schilling on this week just to ask him about that because <clears throat> some golfers complained about it publicly, some didn't. Uh, Kepka was one who was vocal about it. And, yeah, yeah, it looks like sour grapes. He didn't play well in the final round. Whatever. But I know that there are a lot of golfers that say if you are having to play golf without being in any rhythm, it's hard to do. And, man, when you got a dude that is that slow to where the other groups in front of him are three, four holes ahead of him, 
That's brutal. That should not be allowed. I don't know how you fix that, but that should not be allowed to happen. Well, why was it allowed? They, they, they should blame the uh, authorities in charge for not speeding him up. Now, they may have tried, I, I, but uh, in result, he didn't speed up. No, yeah, something's got to be better about that. A weekend W goes to the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays, look, baseball's been started for a little while now. They've never lost. They're 9-0. and The Rays have started off 9-0. and They beat up on the Athletics over the weekend. They've got a three-game lead in the American League East, and not only are they winning, they're blowing out everybody. The Rays' margin of victory, uh, they've scored 75 runs. They've allowed 18. So they've got a plus 56 run differential already. It's crazy, man. Tampa Bay, like, they have nobody. Like, it's a bunch of no-name guys. Just a bunch of guys that they develop in the farm systems, and they don't have any 20 30 $40 million a year guys, but they're good every single year. They find a way. So all you betting people out there, Casey Gisclair is bragging on them. Go the other way? Yes, they're losing their next game. The Braves got a weekend L for the same reasons. They lost three in a row over the Padres. Um, Atlanta's hurt, man. They're beat up. And, and they just got to survive the first half of the year. They've got a bunch of injuries. Max Fried is out. Kyle Wright is out. Rafael Iglesias is out. Colin McHugh's out. Travis Darno's out. Michael Harris is out. Like these are all big time pieces of what they do. The Braves are beat up, but no excuses. You got swept by the Padres. That's inexcusable. You should be better than that. A W goes to, uh, I hate to do this, the Los Angeles Lakers. No. The Lakers are playing well. They get into the play-in tournament. Um, LeBron James is looking good after the injury. There are rumors and whispers that he went to Germany and did something that's illegal and whatever it may be, but some kind of way he's healed himself up. They're playing the Timberwolves in the play-in tournament. I think they're going to find a way to get in. It sickens me, the fact that the Lakers are playing well, but you got to give credit where it's due. They are playing very well. Yeah, they are not. Look, I've been – LeBron, if I see his face on the news or his voice, our channel's being changed. Going the I other direction. I don't give him a second. So, And L goes to the <clears throat> Dallas Mavericks. Ah, the Dallas Mavericks are going to get in trouble. Um, the Dallas Mavericks are being investigated by the league. They entered the final two games tied with the Oklahoma City Thunder for the number 10 seed. And they had two favorable matchups coming in. They had two games that they would have been likely to win had they tried to win. They were facing the Bulls at home and the Spurs at home. The Spurs are the worst team in the NBA. They made the decision, Luka Doncic, you're going to play one quarter against Chicago, then you're done for the season. Swan song, say farewell to the fans. Kyrie, you're not playing at all. Uh, this guy, that guy, y'all not playing at all. Christian Wood, you're not playing. Reggie Bullock, you're not playing. Tim Hardaway, you're not playing. They sat everybody and just decided, we don't want to go to the playoffs. So here's the problem with that. Remember right before the Anthony Davis trade? New Orleans was sitting Anthony Davis out because they didn't want him to get hurt because they didn't want his trade value to drop? New Orleans got fined for doing that. So why is it now that Dallas could do the same thing and have a bunch of healthy guys out and nothing will happen? I think Dallas is going to get in trouble for this because, man, you can't just decide, hey, well, we don't want to make the playoff. Like, yeah, we're going to get in as the last seed, but we don't think we could win it all, so we're going to just go ahead and end the season. Like, 
what are they doing? That, I've never seen that before. That's ridiculous. That, that's not good. I mean, for the sports, for the Dallas fans. I mean, come on. What? Are, I don't get what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, Mark Cuban can come out and speak out on this and 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 shed some light on what what was what are they thinking? Because from what I understood, it, it's management decision. Yeah, if Cuban and them decided, yeah, we're not playing our dudes. Uh, oh. Weekend W goes to Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. He wins the scoring title. Embiid was amazing, 33.1 points per game on the season. Um, he is likely going to win the NBA's MVP. He was terrific, and Philadelphia heads into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum. Now an L goes to Rudy Gobert of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Rudy Gobert yesterday during the Pelicans game. And look, this is the type of team that New Orleans couldn't beat, right? Rudy Gobert in the middle of the game yesterday fought his own teammate. Um, during a timeout, Gobert giving up an offensive rebound. Kyle Anderson said something to Gobert. Gobert swung at Kyle Anderson, and Jaden McDaniels gets involved. And a team that's fighting one another is a team that still somehow found a way to beat New Orleans 113-108. to 108. Rudy Gobert is one of the highest-paid players in the league. What are you even doing getting involved in that? And here's the thing that makes it worse, and this is why he gets an L and not Kyle Anderson and Jaden McDaniels. They sent Gobert to the locker room after that incident. The Timberwolves went from down 11 to winning the game. They got better when he left. So maybe that says something about Mr. Gobert. Oh, how embarrassing. A professional athlete sent to the locker room. Sent to the locker room. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, Weekend W will go to – let me see. I had it pulled up here – LSU men's basketball, uh, Matt McMahon. They got a couple of big-time transfers, Jordan Wright and Jaden Cook, some some Louisiana boys coming back to the boot. Um, I don't know at the end of the day if this is going to mean that LSU is going to now make a run to the NCAA tournament. They've got more work to do, right? But you go and get some pretty big fish. Jordan Wright's a double-digit SEC score. Uh, Cook at Tulane is a 20-point-per-game score for a Tulane team that won 20 games. So you've got at least a couple of building blocks and a couple of pieces here that I think are going to help you going forward. Um, so good on Matt McMahon, showing that he could recruit the state of Louisiana pretty well. Yeah, we got some other – well, we'll talk about after your doubles and L. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's time for an L. Um, a weekend L will go to, uh, unfortunately, Nichols basketball. The Colonels lose their basketball coach, Coach Austin Clanch. He is going off to Alabama. I think that that's going to be made official sometime today if it hasn't been made official. But Austin will be going off to Alabama, leaving Nichols. And that's probably a good breaking point for W's and L's because uh, we want to catch a break and we want to talk about that situation. Austin Clunch off to Alabama. We'll give our thoughts. We'll give some folks that we think could be interested in the job in Thibodeau. It is play-by-play. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. 
Saturday, April 15th is the Thibodeau Regional Cancer Institute Festival of Hope. We'll start with a 5K and fun run that morning with special guest Miss Louisiana USA Sylvia Masters. And that afternoon, a live concert featuring Kennedy Anderson and Soul Survivors. That's Saturday, April 15th, 5K at 8 a.m. and concert at 1.30. Proceeds support cancer education, screenings, and treatment. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication, a network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future, the next level in communications. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at letsrev.com. They say America doesn't make anything anymore. They say no one stands behind their products. They say nothing is built like it used to be. But they haven't met us. We are Mueller, a family business building on 90 years of doing what they never could. Mueller Metal Roofs and Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. Some days you just feel off, anxious, low, on edge, and vaping nicotine can make days like this worse and more common. Because nicotine throws off the natural balance of neurotransmitters in your brain, like dopamine and serotonin, which affects your mood. So you feel more unhappy and less like yourself. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Learn more at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. And welcome back to Play by Play. We've got one segment to go. Usually I'm thanking all the calling guests that we have, but today we kept it just Coach Kale and myself, which is okay. Monday shows are usually that way. A little later in the week we'll get the turtle on. We'll get Damien on. We'll get some coaches on. We'll talk about all the different things that are happening. Turtle turtle must be upset that a, a lefty almost won the Masters. Well, he, he would probably be the first one to say that he was the first loser. But on Wednesday, he said being a runner-up means you're the first loser when he was talking well, about Iowa. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that, I'm sure that, that that'll come up on Wednesday. Well, um, he's been uh, – let me just say he's been a runner-up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, big news broke on Saturday. Um, Austin Clunch, the Nichols men's basketball coach. Look. We all kind of knew he was flirting and was looking other places and trying to find something else. Uh, he was a finalist at Idaho. He was a finalist at New Mexico State. And those two jobs get filled, and the buzz that you're hearing out of Thibodeau is, okay, he's back one more year. So it took me for a loop Saturday when I get the phone call, hey, Austin's gone. Um, oh, okay, Austin's gone. Where's he gone? Uh, you know, what program is he going to be running now? Oh, none. Oh, okay. Then what is he doing? Oh, he's going to be an assistant coach. Uh huh. At Alabama. So Austin Clunch goes from Thibodeau to Tuscaloosa. He will be an assistant coach for the team that was the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. That's a big move for Coach Clunch. He's now going to be one of the lead assistant coaches for an Alabama Crimson Tide program that has been sabined over the offseason. What I mean by that is they lost all the assistants. Everybody became head coaches somewhere else. 
Word on the street is that Austin wants to become a head coach at a Power 5 league. Hard to deny, seeing what happened in Alabama, that that's probably a good way to go. Um, I was a little surprised by this, though. I was under the impression he was coming back, and now, unfortunately for Nichols, already you're seeing the exodus. Uh, Pierce Spencer, returning starter, transfer portal. This is going to be a hard job for whoever gets it because the timing of this couldn't be worse. It is peak transfer portal time right now, and you don't have an acting coach in hand to go and get some of these guys. That's going to be tough in year one for whoever takes this job. Yeah, I, I was uh, very surprised by uh, where he's ending up, uh, Clonch is ending up, where from Idaho to an assistant at Alabama – uh, and kind of looked into it. Yeah, Alabama's lost three assistant coaches. Now, they be- became head coaches somewhere. Sure. So, uh, Nate Oates has a, a tough job to do, losing three assistants. Look, it's not always the head coach. You know, he gets all the credit and blame, all the, but your assistants, they run the, pretty much the program and uh, a lot of recruiting that they did. It's. Uh, it, I think it's going to be tough for Alabama to to stay at the level where they at losing those three assistants. Now, Major Madness, which is a college basketball Twitter page that follows small school coaching carousel stuff, says that these are the following names that they're hearing for Nichols in the early stages: Nick Bowman, who's the associate head coach right now in Thibodeau, Amaro Morgan, who's at Loyola. Tyler Parker, who's an assistant coach at South Alabama, working under Richie Riley, who's the former Nichols coach. Trevor DeLoach, who's an assistant coach at Jacksonville, who was an assistant coach in Thibodeau when Richie Riley was there. Jeff Moore, who's a longtime Northwestern State assistant coach, who's now at LSU. I think he's not actually an assistant coach at LSU. I think he's the, uh, the head of basketball ops yes. at LSU. And then Chris Oney, who's at Pearl River. I know another guy who's interested and that'd be Mr. Larry Cordero. He has uh, expressed several times that he'd be interested in going to Thibodeau. So you add his name to that list. Um, I mean, there's no shortage of folks that are interested in the opportunity. It's going to be hard and they're going to have to be patient probably in that first year. But I'm curious to see what, what Jonathan Terrell, who told me, look, I talked to JT Saturday and he told me, look, uh, I'm working over the Easter holiday. I'm working hard next week. They understand the urgency. Usually this would be a drawn-out process. They understand the urgency. Their goal is to have somebody within two, three weeks. They know it's probably going to maybe extend to a month, but they know they got to have somebody pretty quick, and the the tires and the wheels are going to be moving here in the next couple of days. I'm curious to see where the Colonel's head. And of that list, you uh, <clears throat> some uh, pretty uh, good basketball names you, uh, you mentioned to be a head coach at Nickel State. Uh, personally, you know, my – choice out of that list that you have would be Cadero. Uh, look at the job he did at LSUA, uh, bringing that program from from nothing. He started a program up to where uh, it, it's been. He's shown he can recruit. Uh, and the uh, the second one, Jeff Moore, would be also a great hire for Nichols. He knows the Southland Conference. He's been in Northwestern State for years before moving on this past year to uh, LSU. So uh, that those would be my top choices, but that's just just me saying. And um, who knows? We may have more people that actually uh, uh, put in. And uh, Jonathan Terrell, I'm sure he's gonna uh, do his uh, his job and uh, leave leave uh, no stone unturned to uh, to get the right hire. 
So here's the thing. Like, on the top of my head, Jeff Moore would be the one that would stand out the most to me because he was an associate head coach and, like, a big part of Northwestern for 16 years. But here's the concern. Can Nichols really outpay LSU? Even an LSU assistant? Because I'm being told, Rich, I'm not Richie Riley, Austin Clutch is going to Alabama, and he's getting a big old oh. pay raise. Like a huge pay raise, two, three times more than what he... So that's what you got to factor in, too, is that some of these assistant coaches would have to take less for the opportunity to go run a program somewhere else. A name that I think is going to be a big player in this is Tyler Parker at South Alabama. He was at Thibodeau working under Richie Riley. He is now the uh, associate head coach and recruiting coordinator at South Alabama. I think he's going to be a big player in this. Um, but, man, there's no no shortage of suitors, and it's going to be very interesting to see. I know this. The job's going to be tough. You've got to replace Latrell Jones, an all-conference player. You've got to replace Caleb Huffman, an all-conference player. You've got to replace your starting center, Manny Littles. You've got to replace Eduardo Del Cotti, who was your sixth man. Um uh, Pierce Spencer, who we just talked about, went into the transfer portal yesterday. That's your starting point guard. So you're going to have a whole new batch of characters, but Corpus Christi had a whole new batch of characters two years ago, and they went from eight wins to winning the league. So sometimes in the portal it could happen, but it's going to have to happen quick. Yeah, and I just I hope the, uh, the new coach, whoever he is, will come in and get to know uh, the area go to the high schools and uh, your local high schools and, and start from there. Not saying you have to go and give scholarships to your, these local high, but you can uh, maybe get people to walk on. You can get people to uh, believe in, in, in your system, what you're doing in, in your community. And I think that brings people in the seats, which is a start to get your program established in the direction that you want to get it going yeah no doubt so look man we're up against it i'm over here uh ranting and raving i'm about ready to not give up any betting picks let me give you guys three today in the world of mlb we actually had a pretty good weekend um so today in the world of mlb we like um let's see i had some start here there we go i like the astros minus one and a half over the pittsburgh pirates that's a spread run line Astros minus one and a half runs over the Pirates. Today, I like a scoreless first. I say scoreless first. I like a tie after the first inning between the Marlins and the Phillies. And I like my Bravos and the Reds to go over eight and a half runs. So those are the three that I'll give you today in the MLB. Let's wrap up right here. We've got a high school game tonight, 6 o'clock over against CCA. <laughs> that is Southland Field, not South Downfield, Southland Field. So if you're in the Homa area and you don't know where it's at, but you know where Pinocchio's is, just drive to Pinocchio's. It's like literally right behind the pizzeria. If you know where the batting cages and the pitching machines are in Homa, drive there. You'll see the stadium lights. It's right in that area. So Southland Field tomorrow, South Lafouche. Or tonight, sorry, South Lafouche and CCA. Tomorrow, got ahead of myself. Tomorrow, we're hosting Ellender, weather permitting. Um, but I'm not too hopeful about that because the forecast is kind of bleak. So we're going to wrap it up right here. Thanks, Coach Colley, for pushing the buttons. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless. You're listening to KLEB.
1600 AM and K274 DE 102.7 FM.